Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, wait till you taste this. <laughs> secondary character. Steven, take a bite. Mm-mm. One bite. Mm-mm. Come on. Mm-mm. Why not? <sighs> nope. No. Nope. Yeah. No. Why? Because it's not vegan. You won't eat the pie. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Why don't you just say it? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Homemade. I made it especially for you, and I then I remembered. Oh shit! You're a vegan. Yep. Whoops. Sorry. Your mistake. My mistake. Yeah, that, that's my bad. Yep. 100%. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be like Poppy and not wash my hands because we're doing a podcast. Yeah. This Ivan's is, a little sloppy. Yeah, a little sloppy. Ivan's a little sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bidwell Bask, a.k.a. But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character. Welcome back to another week of shenanigans. My name's Ivan. I'm Stephen. And this week we're talking about a season five episode, season five, episode 15. That's right. The Pie. Yep. Yep. Good episode. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, it was a nice one. Poppy's good. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. It's funny because, like, nearly every episode we've watched, you know, because usually there's not a bad Seinfeld episode. Yeah. You know, like, because we do our rankings of episodes, you know, at the end of each show. Mm. But this one, it was like, I ranked it in a certain place, but I'm like, I think it deserved higher. Yeah. But there were just, like, other episodes that were just... Way like slightly better, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, I wanted to put this higher, but I couldn't. Do you, do you get that feeling? Yeah. 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 It's it's usually I, I rank the episode the day that we record. Yeah. You know, just to give myself enough time to figure out where it sits, and it's never just an easy decision of oh, this will just slot in at number this. No. It's usually something no. I have to think about, and I have to think about other episodes to I like it better than this or that. Why? Yeah. Um. I think it's only been easy once or twice, which is when it's been number one. Yeah. Because it's just been a clear favourite. Mm-hmm, definitely. So, yeah, so it's always a process. Crazy. Yep. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at B-I-D-W-B-A-S-C. We have an email address, Steve. What is it? Uh, yeah, it's bidwabask, B-I-D-W-B-A-S-C podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're available on iTunes, now Spotify. Now, I know, isn't that great? We're yeah. on Spotify. So, uh, yeah, follow us on socials. We have the link to Spotify. It's like this long URL. So, uh, Or you can just Google, uh, Google. You can search in Spotify. Uh, um, just type in Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, and you'll find us under podcasts. Yeah, so, yeah. so now we join, you know, Joe Rogan and, and I don't know, This American Life. So they'll, yeah. we'll be guesting on their podcast soon enough. Yeah, we'll talking hopefully. to Joe. Talk to Joe. <laughs> oh, he can tell us about hunting. Yeah, hunting and, I don't know, MMA and MMA. shit. This guy. Yeah. This fucking, he's a big fucking unit. This fucking guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah. He's a great fighter. Yeah. <laughs> I like him. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's, he's got, you know, interesting opinions and stuff. Yeah, he's got some uh, some pretty interesting guests. Oh, he does. Very eccentric guests. On a complete, uh, complete side note, if you if anyone who's listening to this hasn't listened to the Tom DeLonge, oh. the singer of, former singer of Blink-182, uh, episode with Joe Rogan. Do yeah. yourself a favor, put aside two or two and a half hours and listen to that. And it's just the most wacky, 
insane bullshit I've ever heard. Oh, even ever. better. Go back further mm. when he interviews Alex Jones. Oh that crazy wow! Yeah. Man. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. I he's, mean, he's 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 off the he's off the off the chain. Oh, you know, like when yeah. he's on his own. I know, but with with, with Joe Rogan, he just goes on like these rants about wow. aliens and this and flat that. Earth and yeah, all. transhumanism. It's like wow. wow. Oh, I've watched a bunch of YouTube documentaries, so I'm an expert. Yeah, uh, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad he has a nicer studio than we do. Yeah. Oh well. Maybe we should start ranting about conspiracy theories to see how far <laughs> it can get us. Bibbabasswars.com. <laughs> Yeah. Join the resistance. Sign wars. <laughs> Sign wars. That would work. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh, we've also got a website, com. We sure do. And Joe and Alex, if you're listening, hello. <laughs> Alex, fuck you, but Joe, hello. Yeah, we'll see you both soon, maybe. Yeah. Yep. In hell. Yep. <laughs> Why don't we do some Seinfeld news? Sounds good. All right, to kick off this week's Seinfeld news. Our first slice of the pie. That's it. That's, that's it. it, yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, pretty big news. Quite a bit to get through, but by far the biggest news. Bit of a bombshell, actually. Yeah. And uh, it caused a bit of a shitstorm online. A mm. good shitstorm, not a bad shitstorm. Yeah. So through the week, uh, Jerry was a guest star on Ellen's show. Go, um, Ellen. Go, Ellen. Dance, <laughs> dance. It's your birthday. Uh, is it just called Ellen? I think, I think it's, it's called just Ellen. Ellen. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Ellen DeGeneres' talk show. Uh, I didn't actually watch the segment, but uh, the reason why it was so massive... The internet fucking blew up. Pretty much. My God, Even more than the Kesha snub, I oh, would say, more, in terms more. of, in terms of uh, articles and people's reactions. Yeah. This is uh, one of the biggest, like, you know, television hits, like, news segments mm, so far this year. Definitely. <laughs> Even though it was just, like, a passing comment. But Yeah, so... Know. Uh, in the last sort of year or so since Jerry's had a bit of a revival and he's been a bit more uh, you know engaging with the press a lot of people have asked him whether he would ever do a reunion and he's always brushed it off saying I would never do it yeah. I don't want to sort of degrade the quality of the show or the legacy Yeah. Um, and Ellen posed the question to him naturally and he sort of pondered for a bit and he kind of sh- not shrugged but he half-heartedly said it's possible it's possible and people obviously took with took that and ran with it and the thing is like even though it was like a passing comment yeah. i think it has legs you know yeah. because you know jerry recently signed you know with netflix mm-hmm. and all of his comedy specials competing in cars getting coffee that's all on netflix yeah so my prediction is if there's a seinfeld revival netflix will get it that would you make know, sense, given, would make given sense. the business relationship. Yeah. And obviously, uh, um, Larry David has the reunion episode and the original series of Curb Your Enthusiasm on of the course. series. Of course. So it would make sense business-wise. And I don't think anyone would have the cash no. that would that you know Jerry and uh, Larry would... Would command. Would command for that. Definitely. And if yeah. would. And also another thing, oh, congratulations also to Julie Louis-Dreyfus. She put on Instagram a photo of her post-op. She had her cancer surgery. Yeah, I've actually... She looks, still looks great. Yeah. She looks incredible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She's, she's great. She's done really well. Yeah, Well definitely. done, JLD. That's another bit of Seinfeld news, I guess. Yeah. So well done, JLD. Kind of doing my job for me. Indeed. Now, one thing I was going to say was, because I think this is the last season of Veep, yeah. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, it will be. So yep. you think like so after shooting, Veep... At this point, I think shooting starts in August and it'll be released next year. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is if they do the Seinfeld revival, mm. maybe they could film it, 
you know next year I don't know maybe if it'll it, come out but JLD will be done with V yeah so what'll be the next thing she'll do yeah you know and George's new show I can't remember what it's Jason called Jason Alexander oh yeah his sitcom yeah, yeah I, I don't know George that's... Jason Alexander show yeah oh, we ta- know it was George yeah <laughs> I've talked about it in the past but uh, I don't think it's doing too well no I think it's only on I don't even know if it's available in America it's not available in Australia I've looked for it uh, legally available yeah. yeah yeah but it's uh it's on a Canadian streaming service yeah. I can't even remember the name no. of it and I don't think it's doing too well. So I think he'll probably want to jump on. Yeah. He probably would. And, I mean, Michael Richards hasn't done anything for 10 years or more. No, so. more. And, and uh, you know, the racist controversy, you know, from years ago, mm. time's passed now. I think, yeah. you know, I think people have... Come, I think the wounds have healed. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's time for him to probably... He probably wants to come back. Yeah, I'm sure well. some people are pretty sore about it still, and they might bring it up if it does happen. But yeah. I think for the most part, like, the yeah, damage that was passed. done... Time has healed. Yeah. Healed most of it. Yeah, so. I mean, if Mel Gibson... Can uh, can get away with it and yeah, come back with Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, then, and uh, <laughs> what else did he do? That something else. Daddy's Home, uh, that bullshit movie. Yeah, that crap movie. Yeah. Um, then <clears> I'm sure. Yeah, Michael Richards can. Yeah, so for sure. So you know, like it seems to me like the stars are aligning for it. Yeah, that's like, true. Like even though Jerry says, "Oh, it's possible." Yeah. But you see how the careers of the four, like Jerry's mm. Renaissance, Veep finishing up, Jason's yep. show not doing too well. Yep. Michael Richards, you know, coming back from. A major controversy 15 years ago. It's like, it's it true. makes sense. The yeah. stars are aligned and they can do it. Yeah. You know? So, but we had a huge discussion about this yeah, and, and I mean, how it would I, play out. But I think gonna, the key question is, I think the key question is, yeah. you know, anyone knows that they can do it. Mm. The question is, should they do it? Like and in I, Malcolm and Jurassic Park, just because yeah. you can do it. Doesn't mean you should do it. Doesn't mean you should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should Jeff get Goldblum. A, yeah. We should get Ian to, to give his expert opinion. Yeah. What is he? A chaos, chaos, chaos dition? Yeah. Chaos. Something like that. I just love that meme with Sam Neill. You know how he's on the, you know he, he's Listen. on the he's on the dinosaurs belly listening, and it's actually on Ian Malcolm's yeah, stomach oh, when he's breathing. That's one of the best gifts of all time. It's one so of good. my favorites. Yeah. Ah, oh, amazing. It is good. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. So let us know what you think. Should a Seinfeld reunion happen? Yeah. And uh, we we in the car on the way over, we were talking about a, a bunch of uh, ideas of how the show might work, like storylines. Ages to get to go through it. Now. No, 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 no. Yeah, but yeah. why don't you let us know what you think? Would, you know how you know, it would work. Like, would they still be living in New York? What would be different? Yeah. How would their lives be different? Exactly. You know how? Like, how would you feel in the twenty years mm. since the show finished in nineteen ninety eight? And, uh, you know, what would their lives be like now? Who are they now? Are yeah. they the same? Are they different? Let us know any ideas at all. We did put up a tweet about this today. Yeah. So just, yeah. So basically, if a revival were to happen, how would it play out? Yeah. What's your hypothesis? And not only uh, what your ideas of, of what the show might be or what it might look like now, but do you think it should happen or not? Do you think yeah. it's a good idea? Because sometimes revivals can be great, sometimes not so much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot at stake. But I did mention to you in the car on the way over that if Larry, David and Jerry are the head writers... And they get to handpick the other writers and directors. Yeah. I think it could work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's setting it up for success. Yeah. Well, pretend the most possible success. Possible. I mean, it, won't, it, could still it, be, won't, it won't supersede the original series, of course. No. But it could still, it could still be a dud. Oh, well. Who knows? Yeah. And it's, you know, even if it has potential to be good, should it happen anyway? You know, I just, I don't know. It's fraught with complications. Yeah. They'll yep. be playing a board game and saying, you got the dud. Yeah. Looks like you, Poindexter. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> so on the opposite end of the spectrum for good news relating to Jerry. Yeah. Uh, through the week, it was reported that uh, he's actually being sued for <gasps> apparently stealing the idea what? of comedians in cars getting coffee. Oh, uh, let me guess. Hacks getting 
in a boat for tea. That yeah. was like the original show. And they're no, like, they're... oh, are you doing comedians in cars getting coffee? So no, we... it was the, it was the, you remember the Michigan State board, job board or whatever? It was like elevators. Remember the, the news I reported last year? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. like, uh, oh, I can't even remember. Was that me dick? Me dick. Me dick. Yeah, yeah. It was like Michigan job something. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Collective <laughs> network or something like <laughs> whatever, that. Whatever. Yeah. 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 They, so they're yeah. suing. No. Oh, not me dick. So, no, no. <laughs> okay. Your dick's not suing. Good. So it's a producer named Christian Charles. He claims that in 2011, he pitched the idea of the show, not exactly, um, but something similar, uh, in 2011 to Seinfeld. And he even says that they shot a pilot. <laughs> right. He claims that uh, Jerry's team were totally with it. They came up with production budgets and marketing plans. Uh, in response, Seinfeld's lawyer, uh, and this was reported by TMZ yeah. originally, yeah. the uh, internet's biggest gossip rag. Mm-hmm. Uh, rag indeed. Rag indeed, yeah, that's <laughs> yep. it. So Seinfeld's lawyer in response actually said, and I quote, this lawsuit is delusional. Jerry independently created Comedians in Cars, and Mr. Charles only concocted this claim after the show became a commercial success. We are confident that, <laughs> we are confident that this shakedown lawsuit will go nowhere. So pretty strong words on both sides. Yeah. And uh, I, to deny so strongly that this pilot exists or that this guy originally created the concept, I tend to believe, maybe because, you know, we're Seinfeld biased, but I'm going to believe mm-hmm. Seinfeld and his lawyer. I don't know. This guy just seems like a bit of a, an opportunist. Yeah, a bit of an ambulance chaser. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Oh, we'll see. Bit of a Saul Goodman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully Jerry doesn't get sued. And if he does, hopefully it doesn't delay the production for a potential Seinfeld reunion. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. Or revival, anyway. Because Curb did a reunion episode. That's true. Like 10 years ago. Yeah. So, this is something that happened the week before last, and I didn't report on it last week. Mm. So, as we all know, Jerry and Jason, uh, who played Jason Alexander, who played George, they're both Jewish. They're both pretty devout Jews. Yeah. And they've got, you know, other than their celebrity status, they've got pretty strong standings, standings in the Jewish community. So, a synagogue in uh, Coral Springs, which is in South Florida, uh, the synagogue is called Kol Tikva, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. They're putting on a live event on February 25, and uh, the guest is Jason. Cool. And it's a spoken word event, and he'll just be talking about his faith, family, kids. Very nice. Um, and also his life and career as an as a actor and as a comedian. So, yeah, if you happen to be in Coral Springs and you like Seinfeld, head along. Yeah, cool. So apparently it's something to do. I think his mother is a is a is a member of the of the uh synagogue. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, they asked him to 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 guest and apparently he did it about three years ago and it was really good, so he's returning. Cool. So yeah, pretty good. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, more Jason Alexander news. So uh there was a an announcement, a casting announcement of his actually so, uh, as some listeners may know, I'm not a big fan of the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. I only recently learned this. I only learned this when I read this article. There's actually a new spin-off show called Young Sheldon, mm-hmm. which is just... Garbage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I just I don't you just want know. to. No. You know it's garbage. Yeah. yeah. And it was announced through the week that uh, Jason would be cast as a high school drama teacher on the show. Okay. Uh, his name would be Mr. Lundy. And uh, apparently he has a massive influence in young Sheldon's life. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. He, quote, boldly shepherds him into the world. So, I don't know. He doesn't do a good job because Sheldon in the Big Bang Theory is very awkward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's just his nature, though. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, I'd probably watch the scenes with Jason in it, but uh, that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
the last bit of news. <laughs> I love that. Yep. The last bit of news. Yep. Mm-hmm. Actually, second last bit of news. Oh, boy. Yep. Six things this week. So, uh, on February 6th, so about a week and a half ago, uh, Jerry and Hugh Jackman, and this goes, this feeds back into something that we've talked about before. Logan. That's it. Uh, they were guests at a book launch um, for an author named Bob Roth. Bob Roth is a transcendental meditation teacher. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jerry and Hugh Jackman are big fans and big uh, practitioners right. of this transcendental meditation. Mm. And interestingly, uh, well, first of all, the event itself, like I said, it was on February 6th. It was in New York, and you could buy tickets to attend. I tried to find live footage of it on YouTube or anything. Couldn't find anything. I found a preview for the event, uh, but nothing of the event itself, which was disappointing. Mm-hmm. And apparently at the event, they talked about how transcendental meditation has affected their lives and how they use it as a, like a tool to, you know, improve their acting or, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, in Jerry's case, his, his comedy. Yeah. Um, and apparently as well, Jerry talked about how he's been doing it since the, I think since the 70s. He's ah. been doing transcendental meditation since the 70s. Okay. Nearly 40 years. Wowee. And he does it before every time he goes on stage. Most of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. He's 63 now. Mm-hmm. So about mm-hmm. two thirds of his life. So every time he jumps in front of a camera um, or goes on stage, he always gets in the zone okay. via transcendental meditation. In comedian, did, you know, when he was about to go onto stage or onto mm. the stage, didn't he do some kind of thing? Wasn't he like thinking to himself? Was I that meditation? Remember. Maybe. Wasn't he like he sat down and he was like closed his eyes or something? Transcendental meditation is a bit more specific than yeah, just a, I was than say. just sort of mindfulness. Yeah, it's okay. quite a specific process. Yeah, well, I, I knew it probably wasn't that, but yeah. I do remember Jerry in, in that. Yep. We we did a review on it last week, so check it out if you haven't already. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I thought he was like in some kind of meditative state. Okay. You know, before he went on stage. Yeah, That's maybe thought, maybe he, he has eyes di- closed. maybe he has different methods. You know, depending on what he's doing or where he is. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if he can't get an hour to himself to sort of meditate you know transcendentally mm. maybe he's just got lesser um you know sort of serious techniques yeah knows? yeah okay yeah. cool yep and uh apparently 100 percent of the author's proceeds or the proceeds from the show went to the uh, david lynch foundation um which aims to teach transcendental meditation to veterans in inner city school children and uh women survivors of domestic violence very so nice cool uh yeah cool thing there is that david lynch the twin peaks character creator? Uh, uh, I don't know. It's just called the David Lynch Foundation, ah, okay. I imagine. Ah. Um, unless okay. it's a coincidence. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. So, the last bit of news. Um, Ivan mentioned before that uh, Jerry gave an update on uh, JLD. Yeah. Um, and he, in an interview with ET, he was asked about JLD's um, uh, condition and you know current status. And uh, he said to ET that he talks to her all the time and that she's doing great. Yeah, and like I said, she's on Instagram, so you can see her photo post up. And yeah, she's like, "Fuck you, cancer! I yep. kicked your ass." Yeah, and I was like, "She looks, she looks wonderful." Yeah. Did you say post op? Post. Yeah. So I'm guessing maybe because she had chemo, maybe yeah. to shrink the tumor. Yeah. And then she she said she had surgery. So right. I assume they probably well I don't Removed know I don't know what happened, but maybe they shrank the tumor enough. Yeah. So and they just removed it. Right. That's my guess. Right. That's my I don't I think know. They what do that meant. to prevent a mastectomy. So yeah. They don't have to yeah. remove a whole yeah. breast. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't uh, have breasts, so my knowledge of them <laughs> uh, aren't as aren't as uh, good as hers. I have man boobs, but yeah, <laughs> you know, different, <laughs> different, different, yeah. different, and that's all the Seinfeld news for the week. Very good, Stephen. When we come back, we're talking about The Pie, Season 5, so uh, be sure to sit down, 
have a slice. Make sure it's not the chocolate cream pie, though. Who knows what the chef did to it in the background. <laughs> We're going to talk about him, and uh, we'll talk about a few other characters as well, so stick with us. Hello, folks. Matt McCoy here, a.k.a. Lloyd Braun from Seinfeld, and I'm telling you right now, I do not want to be a secondary character. He started saying... Have a slice of my apple pie She shook her head, no was a no-go And he couldn't reply He sat up thinking every day and night Saying, why didn't you eat a piece of apple pie? Why didn't you eat a piece of apple pie? You're on, but I don't want to be a secondary character A Seinfeld podcast about the secondary characters of the show and uh, we've taken you through a bit of Seinfeld news, a lot of Seinfeld just news, a bit. actually. Goodness. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> it's like six articles, man. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Nice. Uh, so Ivan's going to go through the synopsis of this week's episode, which is The Pie. The Pie, Season 5, Episode 15. First aired in the US on February 17, 1994, directed by Tom Sharones, written by Tom Gamble and Max Prose. Uh, Jerry's miffed after his girlfriend Audrey, Suzanne Snyder, refuses to take a bite of his pie by shaking her head vigorously. She doesn't tell him why. Kramer sees a mannequin in a clothing store that looks exactly like Elaine. She demands to know where it came from. Meanwhile, George has his eyes set on a suit which is due to be discounted to half price in an unadvertised sale on Friday. You know, for another... You know, for an unadvertised sale, you sure are doing a lot of yapping You're about it. Yapping about, it. I know, right? It's like it's not unadvertised. You can tell hundred people. That's such a good line. Yeah. Can you just keep this on hold for me? No, yeah. that would be unfair to the other customers. <laughs> oh yes, the other customers, George. Like, yeah. Whatever. Uh, Kramer suffers from a bad itch in his back, which can only be relieved by the hands of Olive, played by Sunday Theodore, a monk's waitress with long fingernails. Yeah. Jerry and Audrey go eat at Poppy's. Who so is she? Yeah. Who is she? I love her accent. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jerry and Audrey go to eat at Poppy's, her father's restaurant. Jerry's disgusted to see that Poppy, Rennie Santoni, doesn't wash his hands after leaving the bathroom, despite there's like five freaking, you know, posters on the wall saying wash your hands. Yeah. And do you notice one of them said like state law? It's state law to wash your no, hands. No, I didn't notice we'll that. We'll talk about Poppy in in a minute. Yeah. But I want to bring that up because you know how the health inspector nabs him. Mm. I think, you know, he yeah. broke state laws. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just I noticed like state law. Didn't notice that. Post- yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you noticed that, and I didn't. Mm, Normally, I, I notice those. Background usually, details. notice those things. Yeah. yeah. So maybe Poppy's, uh, you know, getting nabbed by the health inspector was a bit more serious than what the uh, episode portrayed. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, so he doesn't wash his hands after leaving the bathroom, and when he offers Jerry a slice of his pizza, Jerry shakes his head in the same way that Audrey did, upsetting her. Yes, that vigorous shake. Uh, George becomes embroiled in a battle of wits with another customer who wants the same suit. His name's Bob, played by Mark Beltzman. Mm. He manages to grab the discounted suit first, with Bob telling George that he'll get back, get him back for this somehow. But I don't know how. Yep. I'll get you, <laughs> bastard. George realizes that the suit... You will pay. Him. Yeah, I'll pay, all right? Yeah, I'll pay. Half price. Half price. <laughs> George, zing. Zing. I know, good one. George realizes that the suit whooshes when he walks, worrying him as his potential boss, Mackenzie, played by Lane Davies, yep. may fire him because of it. They and two other executives attend a restaurant where Mackenzie says that he doesn't care if the suit whooshes, and they're given a complimentary slice of chocolate cream pie. George is stunned when it's revealed that Bob is the chef, and worried that Bob may have done something to the pie, I don't know what, he refuses to take a bite when Mackenzie offers it to him, costing him his job opportunity, despite being the only one who isn't violently ill after the lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Would you do that? What? 
would you if you're unemployed for more than a year mm. and this is your only job opportunity in the horizon would you um would you forego the pie what if I knew that the sh- the chef yeah. that I <sighs> yes yeah yeah okay well, he, he you'd didn't... rather remain unemployed than get sick for a bit I don't get a bit they're probably out for like a week <laughs> violent so. food poisoning I guess yeah, so. I've never had food poisoning but people who've told me they've had food yeah, poisoning I say it's the worst it's, it's like it's not fun they're close to death yeah and so you I'd wa- rather you want to die you want to die and that's yeah. how bad it is so yeah. I'd rather no okay I'd rather be unemployed for another month true you know <laughs> than have a violent food poisoning yeah that's true uh, Elaine steals the mannequin from the store and runs off after seeing it in a compromising position in the shop window. I love how Jerry looks at it and goes, my, the resemblance is uncanny. (laughs) 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 He got a good laugh from the uh, the audience there. That was a good one. Um, Health inspector Paul Manti arrives at Poppy's and shuts down the restaurant, and Kramer breaks up with Olive by pretending that the Elaine mannequin in Jerry's (laughs) car is his new girlfriend. And I've seen her in here before. She's not your girlfriend. Why is she in her underwear? Oh, well, uh, that's the style. (laughs) Yep. It's revealed that the mannequin was created by Ricky, played by Sam Lloyd, mm. a geek that Elaine met on the subway in the cigar store Indian. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. We'll talk about him when we, when we get to that episode. Yeah, we'll leave him for another day, I think. Yeah. Uh, other secondaries include Christine Dunford. You've probably heard that name before on a previous episode, as well as Suzanne Snyder. Uh, Christine Dunford played saleswoman. Uh, Patricia Belcher and Pamela Mant were the women in Monks when mm-hmm. Jerry goes up and says, Oh, so you offered her the pie, but... No. I'm not a psycho. I'm not a psycho. Yeah. Thank you. Here's a lovely tip. Thank you so much for your help. Uh, and Bernard Hock played the guy in the diner. Yep. Have I seen you before? As he yep. points at his finger. Yeah. yeah. You were wearing a G-string and one of those pointy bras. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. He, yeah, so he tells Elaine about the change in the mannequin's position in the store. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so a bit of trivia. Only a couple of notes I had, but uh, very interesting ones. Both Christine Dunford and Suzanne Snyder have appeared in other Seinfeld episodes we've reviewed previously. Uh, Dunford played performance artist Leslie in The Baby Shower in Season 2. That was in Season 2 of Bidwa Basque, Episode 3. And Snyder played neo-Nazi Eva in The Limo from Season 3, and that was Episode 9 of Bidwa Basque's Season 2. Mm. So uh, if you want to you know, find out about them, go back to Season 2, Episodes 3 and 9 respectively, and uh, mm. we talk about Christine and Suzanne yep. and their characters. Cool. So go back and check it out. So that's very interesting. I think it's the first time we've ever had two separate, like two actors or actresses in one episode Yeah, we've talked about them in two separate ones in the past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that is think the case. Happened. Yeah, We've had a few double-ups, but uh, yeah, this is the first time that this has happened for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's good. Mm. And Stephen, did you recognise Poppy's Restaurant? Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, not Mendy's. It's uh, the same Pfeiffer's. One. Yeah, from yeah, the shoes. Yeah, same set. And which we did an episode about last yeah. season as well, the yep. shoes. So that restaurant was the same one used yeah. as in the shoes. They just changed some of the more superficial cosmetic details, but yeah, definitely the same set. Yes. Yeah. And if you want to go canonical, canonical, I have a theory about Pfeiffer's and Poppy's. Okay. What? Pfeiffer's shut down and Poppy bought it? Yeah. Now it's Poppy's. Uh, okay, and then Poppy shuts down. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. I don't know, it goes to, I don't know, it's a second Mendy's. Who knows? <laughs> Mendy's. Mendy's opens a second store. Soup at Mendy's. <laughs> yes. I want to go to a nice place like Mendy's. Like Mendy's. Yeah, so good. Vanya. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's a bit of trivia. Do you have any trivia about the episode? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So um, the suit that uh, George wears, the mm. whooshing suit, Yes. that didn't actually make any whooshing sounds no. uh, on set. They were actually added post-production. Of course, that makes yep. sense. I didn't 
it never even occurred to me that that would have been the case. But when I read that, I rewatched the episode. Yeah. And it's it's like really bad lip syncing. The mm. whooshing was way out of line yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. his movements. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And apparently the uh, the the pie storyline, the A storyline, was actually based on a real life event. Uh, Jerry's never gone into specifics, but he just told the writers a similar story. So obviously, at some point, he dated a woman. He went out for dinner or for pie, and uh, he wanted to wanted her to eat the pie, and she just flat out refused by. Shaking her head like a like a psycho, like a psycho, and it's funny that Sherry never knows why Audrey didn't accept the pie, mm. but she keeps donuts in her bag. Yeah, and she ate. Well, Kramer says that she saw her eat apple pie, or yep. he saw her eat apple pie. What else? What yeah, else? yeah. What apple? What else? Yeah, yeah, I think it's one of the biggest uh, unknown mysteries in uh, you know in Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. You know, there's tons of fan theories which we'll get into when we talk about it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it's a. Uh, it's frustrating, but I like the fact that they never answered why. Yeah, it's you good. don't know. Yeah. yeah, and that one's for the ages, as Jerry says. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about some secondaries? All right, well, that sounds good. We'll talk about Audrey, Poppy, Mackenzie, a bit about the saleswoman, and uh, maybe a few other tertiary characters that you might have on your list. Of course. Fabulous, perfect fit, and it's the last one we have. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you can't tell me where the mannequin came from. I told you, I don't know. <laughs> Well, um, is there somebody around here I could talk to who would know? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Isn't it obvious this mannequin looks exactly like me? So we're talking about the pie today, season five, episode fifteen, and it's secondary characters as we usually do every week. My name's Ivan. I'm Stephen. And we're turning to talk first of all about Jerry's episode girlfriend Audrey, uh, an actress you may have seen in a previous episode of Seinfeld, The Limo which we have discussed in the past mm. from season 3, uh, played by Suzanne Snyder she plays Audrey, known for Weird Science I know Ooh. So that's four to two. Four to two, yeah, so we're doing like because we've noticed there's quite a few people who've acted in like certain films and TV shows. There's so multiple do- credits for Weird Science, the yep. movie and the TV series. And we're just t- counting yep. as one. We're counting as one, yep. And also the film Field of Dreams yep. have had at least two credits this season. Yeah, so we've got a running tally this season of Bidwabask and uh, yep. at, at the moment uh, after uh, today after today, yeah. um, Weird Science is winning 4-2. to two. Yes, against Field of Dreams, the yep. Kevin Cosner film. So That's there it. you go. Hmm. So there you go. I thought you'd like that one. Yep. Uh, she also, uh, Suzanne was also known for Return of the Living Dead, and she appeared in two episodes of the TV show Family Ties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So Audrey, yeah, I mean, she obviously works at Poppy's or worked. You know, she was the front desk. Yeah, I think she's, I think they're called hostesses. Hostesses, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yep. yep. She was a hostess. We don't really have that in Australia. It's no, more of an American it's thing. It's an American thing, yeah. They have like hostesses or hosts and servers. Yeah. Whereas here, it's just all... Waitresses, waiters. Yeah, it's usually yeah. wait staff that greet you at the door. That's right. You know, one of them just waits... You know, waiters. Ah, maybe that's where the term came from. Maybe. Just um, waiting. Yeah, just waiting. Are you going to serve me? No, no. We're waiters. We're not servers. <laughs> Get your own food, we'll you jerk. For you. Yeah. Yeah, go cook your own food. <laughs> Chefs are off tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's all back there. Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, so Audrey, I mean, it's an enigma as to why she didn't have any apple pie with Jerry. Yeah. Do you have any idea as to why? You know what? Like, what's biggest, your theory? The biggest irony is, I think she might be a germaphobe. Okay. Even though Poppy doesn't wash his hands and he's shut mm. down for bad hygiene, yeah. maybe she's ironically a germaphobe. Okay. Yeah. Do you think she's just unaware of Poppy's bad hygiene? Maybe. Okay. You know. So you're saying that the irony is that his daughter is a germaphobe. And he and, got and shut down for, for yeah. health reasons, yeah. Okay. That's that's plausible. Yeah. You know, so even though like Jerry and Audrey, you know, probably kissed and stuff and did 
yeah. usual things. <laughs> you know, ooh, you sound like a twelve-year-old. I know, and then they they like, did stuff, and they did naked wrestling. <laughs> um, and I saw one of the babies, and the baby waved at me. <laughs> the baby waved at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this should be like a Simpsons Seinfeld hybrid podcast. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, yeah, so I think Audrey is a germaphobe. Okay. Um, because, you know, she keeps donuts in her bag or whatever. Entenmann's donuts. Entenmann's donuts, yeah. I didn't know what they were. Hmm. Uh, and she and Kramer says that she he saw her eat apple pie at Monk's. Yep. So it would have been her own slice with a fork and stuff. So mm. she just probably doesn't like sharing food. And okay. with Poppy, we'll get to him in a minute, but, you know, it's either she's blissfully unaware that Poppy doesn't take care of himself hygienically or she knows and maybe caught him in the act once mm-hmm. but denies it and says okay. oh no he's my father that's different right. we're family hmm. you know like we're made of the same stuff you know how some people like you know say family members will take a swig of your drink or whatever mm. and they'll say oh we're family you know yep. like that old adage where it's yep. like oh we're family yep. you know it doesn't mm. matter mm. maybe it's like her thing maybe she's a germaphobe to like non-family people but family okay. she's like oh my hand, my my father doesn't wash his hands when he pisses. Yep. He cooks my food. Eh, it's family. It's fine. You know. Hmm. Who knows? Or maybe she's just unaware. I think she's unaware. I think she's unaware, yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon she'd be mortified if she found out that Poppy didn't wash his hands? Definitely. Like extremely, yeah. Yeah, I had two theories about why she didn't eat the pie. Yeah. The first one was that um, she saw something similar to what Jerry saw when Poppy didn't wash his hands. Maybe before, you know, the opening scene where they're talking and uh, they're eating oh, the pie. Oh, and Jerry... She just did, before yeah, that yeah, scene, yeah, like, yeah, she went yeah. to use the bathroom or maybe she was at the front counter ordering the pie and she, you know, got a got a sneaky look into the kitchen and she saw something that she deemed unhygienic. Ah. Like, maybe the, maybe the person, right. you know, because I think the pies are in the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monks yeah and they yeah. take them out and cut a slice. Yes. You know, maybe the, the person behind the counter Didn't wasn't wearing gloves or, or sneeze. Maybe, ah. maybe, maybe, maybe she saw them sneeze. Maybe, or Just yeah, something unhygienic. Yeah. And for some reason, yes. yeah, I think that that, that's probably sense. the most plausible yeah. explanation. Yeah, I think so. Another one uh, is that um, maybe she's just embarrassed to eat, like um, not eat generally, but just eat like fatty foods in front of... Some people are a bit self-conscious about eating, especially in front of like new boyfriends or girlfriends. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's a bit of a thing. I've I've, I've never experienced it, but I've heard yeah, about that's it. That's weird. Yeah, I think it's just people who, you know, they might be a bit self-conscious about their body or something like that. Okay. You know, and yeah. it's not its not just... Because she eats the pizza that Poppy cooks her. She's, you know, she loves it. But, you know, pies are sort of fatty and they're dessert food. Yeah. Not as healthy. Mm. That's another explanation. But I, for me personally, the most plausible one is that she saw something yeah. unhygienic. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Like, like uh, I don't think she reacted as dramatically as Jerry did. No, no, no. Where he looks at the basin, the, the store. looks back at the store. Basin, store. Basin, basin store. store. Basin, yeah. store. Nothing like that, but yeah, maybe she saw the the staff member sneeze or something. I, I love that theory. Yeah, it's better than germaphobe, I think. Yeah, yeah no. Oh no, I she could be a germaphobe. Oh. Well, I mean, I noticed that she's very. Yeah. Whether she's a germaphobe or not, I think she's quite pedantic because every every scene she's in three, she's always really really well dressed and really put together, yeah. like immaculate. Mm. You know, and I understand she's a she's a hostess at 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 her father's restaurant. Yeah. So she's got to look sort of good. You know, she's sort of the face of the restaurant. But even in the diner, you know, she she's just very, very, um, yeah, just really well put together. Yeah. You know, so I think she takes a lot of care in terms of what she wears and how she, you know, like her makeup and her hair mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would kind of tie into the idea of maybe she's a germaphobe. You know, she's pedantic about. She's kind of like Jerry. Yeah. Germaphobe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny how Jerry puts so much effort into what he wears, but he still just looks like a 
I don't know. He, he's just always so casual. Yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah. puts on a sports jacket and his white sneakers yeah. and his jeans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess when he does his stand up, he's pretty. You know, he looks pretty sharp. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, did you have anything else about Audrey? No, that was it. Yeah, I, th- I liked her character, even though she was only in a couple of scenes. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mind her at all. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, better as Eva. Suzanne. Definitely. Better character. Yeah, way better. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was good. It's kind of problematic to say that, oh, neo-Nazi, way better than, um, you know. Oh, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, mm. way better character. Yes. For sure. Oh, no, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I'm More just, rounded. Yeah. Mm. I think we should talk about Saleswoman. Yeah, played by Christine Dunford. Uh, didn't have any credits. Oh, they're probably in the notes for the limo. Probably should have... Oh, I mean, for the baby shower. Probably should have grabbed them. I have a couple. So yeah, she's acted in Four Kings, the movie with uh, Ice Cube and other actors oh yeah uh, and Law and Order cool so and a bunch more so nice. I think we should call her Natasha even though her name yeah. isn't officially Natasha I think yeah, that's Elaine calls her Natasha yeah and I think she calls her that just as like a, a dig at you know like a cliched Russian or Eastern European because I think Natasha is sort of like a Eastern European name. Slavic Baltic yeah I like it's a common knew. name yeah Actually, I do I, I don't I don't I, oh, I can't do it I don't knew. And I've, I've spent yeah. so long trying to figure out what her accent is. It's like a weird hybrid of something. Yeah, I think that was the yeah. point. She's just got this generic, you know, some words sound Italian. Some, some sound French. Some sound French. Yeah, I know, it's weird. Some Russian. sound Russian or Ukrainian. But her accent isn't strong enough to be Russian. No, you know? it's no, like, it's no. just certain words yeah. that sound uh, different or, or sound like certain accents. And she's got like the bleach blonde hair. You know, yeah. very Euro trashy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> 80s and 90s Euro trash. Euro trash. You know, she probably listened to like Black Box. You know, those, you know, those Euro dance. Yeah. You know, Black Box and yeah. all those kind of ones. <laughs> Too unlimited. <laughs> There's no limit. You know, oh, wow. those kind yeah. of songs. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I reckon you know, she Corona. goes to some doofs. This is the rhythm of the night. You know, the she listened night. to that kind of Euro yeah. kind of Euro dance, dance music. You know, that was big in like the early 90s. Yeah, that's you know. true. Yeah. yeah, big kind of music. Yeah, I think uh, her last, her last, uh, you know, European dance artist was probably Darude. Yeah. After that, she checked out. That's it. She's like, you know, it peaked with Sandstorm, and then she's like, "No, nah, I'm done." I know. And then like Aqua came onto the scene, and she's, and she's like, like, "Oh no, it's nah, too, too, too sugary." Yeah, too, too sugary, sweet. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. I can't dance hard to this. I want my Euro trance. Yeah, <laughs> actually, so that's a good addition to um, Natasha. I reckon. Yeah, she. I noticed she's a really good salesman. She's a really sharp person. Sorry? We like to use the term salesperson. You said salesman. Did I? Oh, shit. <laughs> salesperson. Saleswoman. Um, she, yeah, she like, she capitalizes on every opportunity. Oh, yeah, she does. And even in the background, when um, when Elaine is talking to, to George when they first go into Renitzi's, that's the shop that she mm-hmm. works at, Renitzi yeah. Clothing. Yeah. Um, when she goes in there and uh, Elaine and George are talking about the mannequin and uh, even like when, when George spots the suit, you see her in the background. She's behind the counter folding clothes. And she's watching him. She watches yeah, George. Yeah. And as soon as she notices that he's keen on the suit, she's... She jumps straight in. Bang. Straight over bang. there. Yep. Yeah. And she, she like, lays it on thick <laughs> and gets her over the line. And it's the only it's only the price tag. And I think George would have paid the full... Uh, I think it was $700. Probably, yeah. Oh, That's the price. They don't mention the, the amount, I don't think. I'm pretty sure he does. Oh, okay. I think it's 700 Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, and... You know, if George was employed, I think he would have paid the full price because she would have gotten him over the line. She's a very good salesperson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at first I thought maybe she was the boss of the uh, of the shop, but she does mention that she's going to go get the boss yeah. when Elaine's asking her about the um, uh, about the mannequin. Yeah. Cool. Uh, 
And obviously, she's quite snobby. You're very snobby. Yeah. Euro trash. Euro trash. Yeah. Do you think that she put the Elaine mannequin in the spanking position Definitely. to spite her? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. She I think she it. knew that, you know, there's a chance she might come back. I think yeah. she, I think because she's a salesperson and she's very good at picking up on, on behavior and you yeah. know, patterns and personalities. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Elaine was pretty upset and obsessed with the mannequin when she first came in. Yeah. I think she could figure out that she's not going to let it go and she's going to come back. So <laughs> I'm back, baby. I'm back. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she put the put the mannequin in, in a compromising position. Yeah. You know, knowing that she would come back just to upset her more. Yep. Just to spite her. Yeah, she's yeah. a very spiteful person. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. I can't even do it. <laughs> she, she reminds me, I told you off air, she's like a female Borat. Yeah. Yeah. I some, didn't know. <laughs> some of the words that she says reminds me of Borat, yeah, for sure. Female Borat. For sure. That's it. <laughs> so, I guess the, the main secondary... Um, in terms of popularity and, and being well-known, is Poppy. Poppy, yes. Uh, he has appeared in four episodes of Seinfeld. So this one, The Couch, The Doorman, and he was in the finale. Yep. Uh, played by Rennie Santoni, best known for the films Cobra, Dirty Harry, cool, mm. uh, Dr. Doolittle, and Bad Boys. Um, it's not the Will Smith one from 95. It's actually the 1983 film with Sean Penn. Okay. It's called Bad Boys. Hmm. Never seen it. He was also in Groundhog Day, and he was the cop in Can't Hardly Wait. Yep. Love yep. that movie. Yep. Yep. That's it. Used to have a big crush on Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes. So shout out if you're listening, Jen. Hello, Jen. Yep. <laughs> Email me. Yeah, please. <laughs> yes. I'm not a creep. So Poppy, I mean, we could have talked about him in any other episode, but yeah. uh, you know, we might as well do this one. Well, this is this is his main episode. This is his He's main only episode, in yeah. in one or two scenes in all the other episodes. That's this right. is where He's set up. This, this is, is the one. The, this yeah. is the most eventful one, so I think it makes sense to talk about him in this episode. Yeah. And he's not quite popular or impactful enough to have a what's-the-deal-with episode. No. His no. own episode. Definitely not. No. No. Uh, so, with Poppy, very sloppy, like yeah. Jerry says. Very sloppy. Very. Yeah, I mean... And I, t- I mentioned before that when Jerry's washing his hands, you see like two or three signs that say, wash your hands. Yeah. And one of them is like a yellow sign with black writing, and literally... On in bold on the top was state law, hmm. and then underneath was like smaller writing, and then it says wash your hands in big bold writing. Wow! So maybe it's like against the law, like if you're handling food. Yeah. It's like if you don't wash your hands, that's like against the law. Yeah, definitely. It's weird, like yeah. state law, like yeah. New York State. So I think with Poppy, because it, it, one thing to note is the health inspector says we've had several complaints. Mm. So maybe other customers, you know, have seen Poppy not wash his hands, yeah. or maybe. Do something, or maybe right. Jerry was so upset that he complained more than once. Oh, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, but that's something Jerry would do. No, probably. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe Jerry just did it like that. I don't know. Who knows? Or maybe, maybe other people found out about it. Yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, no, Poppy definitely, yeah, doesn't keep to hygiene standards, and it's, it's a shame because you know he's a chef. Yeah, and I actually, despite his uh, poor hygiene practices and poor hygiene habits, I actually find him quite charming. Yeah, he like is he's charming. Quite, he's, he's quite, charming, um, yeah. not arrogant, but he's quite confident. Mm. And he's like, you know, he knows he's a good chef. Yeah, and and he likes winking. You know, yeah. He winks at Jerry. He's like, I make you something special tonight. Yeah. Make. Yeah. Yeah. I make a you and an Audrey something very special. Very special. Yeah. Sorry for my terrible accent That's there, right. Ivan. That's fine. Yep. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> Cultural appropriation of my Italian culture. Not at all. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to eat pizzas just to spite you. That's cultural appropriation. Nah. As an Italian, that's my identity. I disagree. 
No. You can eat as much pizza as you want. Go I will. For it. I will anyway. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I find him quite charming. And wa- he's very good at making people feel warm and welcome. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's a good... He's, he's not only a good sort of host, but he's a good restaurant tour. His only flaw is he doesn't know what soap is. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's obviously from Italy and he moved mm. to... to yep. I mean, he speaks very good English, so, you know, we can probably guess that he, he moved to, to America maybe in his teens or early 20s because yeah. he's still got quite a thick accent. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he doesn't spoke, he speak broken English. No. He's still very clear. Yeah. So maybe, um, you know, I mean, the U- most Western countries, US and Australia and England, have pretty stringent food handling uh, laws. Maybe Whereas in, in Italy, Italy, probably not so much. Probably not as not as much. It reminds me of a scene in The Sopranos, actually. Yeah. There's a, a, a really awesome character named Furio. Oh, Furio. From, Furio from, from, the, from the old country. Yeah, from yeah, Naples. Yeah. And yep. he's, he's a yep. mafioso from Italy, and they bring him over as part of like a trade. And uh, to help out with the immigration, the one with the ponytail, yeah, yeah, yeah that's he's right. a good character. Yeah, he's I amazing. Like yeah, I like him. Yeah, when him and Tony go up and intimidate a doctor at the uh, the golf course, yeah, um, he's like, oh, my friend here doesn't like golf, and Furio just goes, stupid a fucking game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's like puppy. Yeah, yeah. So, and as and Tony gets him a job at uh, at oh, what's the restaurant called? Um, the pork restaurant. No, no, not not Satrials. The restaurant. Like you know the fine dining restaurant that they eat at. Oh, that's uh, that's uh, Artie Bucco's restaurant. Yeah, the one uh, that they blow up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever it's called. Whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah, they get yeah. him a job there, like a fake job as a cheesemaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a scene where um, Artie Bucco's wife, I can't remember her name, um, she sort of looks at him and grills him because he's got a smoke. Yeah, that's mouth. right. He's smoking. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. You wouldn't be allowed to do that in kitchens. Oh, no. So it kind of reminded me of that, where like maybe in Italy the food laws are a bit more lax. No, but in in Italy, like I know, like I have, yeah, like I know people in Italy and stuff. Yeah, Italians they don't care about rules. No, like if you had like a garden mm. and there was it said do not stand on the grass, the yeah. Italians would go ah. You know, whatever. Afangur. You know, they, they put, yeah. like, their hand and they do, like, the motion. Yeah. And, you know, swiping the chin. Yeah. You know, that one. And they yeah. just walk over the grass. They don't care. You're a bunch of book yucks. I think that's the Italian, like, probably because Poppy has that kind of attitude. Mm. Maybe he's like, oh, wash my hands. Who cares? Yeah, it's carried over. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, whereas, like, the sign says state law. Yeah. You know, and then the health inspector arrests mm. him. So he's probably so, like he's got the the so attitude like because you know, you know, it's more relaxed the Mediterranean attitude. Like, sure, oh, you know. Yeah, but so, I can so tell you a, a lot of so, them don't care about rules. So it's not a flagrant disregard. It's just it's not even part of their thought process. It's just like yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah, but it's, it's not like I'm intentionally doing this to disregard the rules. No, it's, it's just, just like I'm. Just, it's just their attitude generally. Yeah. Huh. Well, no, I'm not saying all of them. But, no, no, you know, no, no. But, but that's that's a common thing. Yeah. Right. For Italians, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I know that for a fact. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you should. Yeah, you would. Yeah, Fair and enough. if you're if you're Italian, you're Italian American, Italian Australian, you'll probably understand if you have Italian relatives as well. You know, they yeah. just don't they don't look at the rules. They're like, oh, whatever. Mm. Yeah. Just do whatever. I don't care. Afangul. Afangul. Yep. Afangul. Bunch of book yucks. Yeah. Pierce the brochure. Yeah, so I think Poppy just has that lax attitude, and unfortunately, in a mm. place like America, you can't have lax attitudes when it comes to hygiene, especially yeah. working in the food industry. True, you can't be doing that. So, uh, yeah, he gets nabbed, and he yep. does, he's like, "What did I do? Mm. You know, I didn't do nothing." Yep, I had a I had an idea, and you know, this isn't this just came to mind as I was watching. Yeah, I think um, you know him and Audrey are obviously very close. Oh yeah, you know, I think. She's an only child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that uh, he's a widow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that sort of brought them closer together. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, because their connection and bond is so deep and it's so, they almost sound, and this doesn't, 
is not meant to sound creepy, but the way that they communicate is almost like a married couple. It's, it's like very, a bit. It's a bit in kind of a touch incestuous. Yeah, in a way, isn't it? Like, yeah, not like sexually, but you know. Yeah, it's just. I mean. It's just. Yeah, and not that that's necessarily bad. No, but it's just. No. It's just more. I guess, especially compared to other characters in Seinfeld, who don't really act very warmly to each <laughs> other. <laughs> yeah, these two definitely do. Definitely. Mm, yeah, and that's a good point. Yeah, they're very close. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one last thing here, I think, and I think this is maybe an Italian cliche. Yeah. Especially like you know, like older, old school Italians uh-huh. in yep. America. He really loves fucking shiny shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Every episode is wearing like a shiny shirt. And he's got like a chain yeah. around his neck. Yeah. yeah. Italian yeah. style. Yeah. Again, reminds me of the Sopranos. They yeah. love those like Poppy. Italian shiny silk shirts. And I tried looking at like the full name for Poppy. Okay. But there's no actual full name. I, okay. I thought maybe it's like Poppadino or Papa. Yeah. But I think it's probably just like a variation or uh, right. of Papa, you know, like Papa, you know, Italian's Papa. Right. So Poppy's probably like father. Okay. You know, like, oh, maybe. Yeah. Well, Poppy is an Anglo term for like granddad. Yeah, like Pop. Pop. Yeah. Poppy. But maybe like it's a bit like a bastardized, you know, kind of version of right. Papa. You right. know, like father, like yep. an Italian's Papa, which Poppy. is. Yeah, yep. Poppy. Okay. So it's probably like Poppy's like Papi. Right. You know, it's probably like a variation. Yeah. Americanized kind of right. term for like an Italian father. Okay. That's just my way of Are there... seeing it. Is what's what's our grandfather Nonna? Nonna is grandmother and Nonna. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So it's probably like a like a like a an endearing term for like yep. father. True. A der- der- derivation, One, whatever it is. I wonder if it'll be further bastardized when he becomes uh, when Audrey finally gives him grandkids. If it would be like Nonna and uh, Poppy, it'd be like I don't know, Nombi mm-hmm. <laughs> or Nonni. <laughs> Pony. Pony. Ponno. Pony. (laughs) Pony. I had a porno. (laughs) (laughs) I had a poppy. That's it. I've had enough. (laughs) Oh, everyone likes their pony. Their poppy. Their ponno. Their ponno. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I I, I really like poppies. Even though he's unhygienic, I think he gets the raw end of the deal. He does. Yeah. And he rightfully gets arrested. That's true. (laughs) And they're going to put him away for a long time. Yeah. And he sells the restaurant. He does. Yeah. Has to. In the um the the doorman, it's a season eight or nine episode. Um, he runs into Poppy. Yeah, that's right. You know, when Jerry's got the rivalry with mm-hmm. the doorman. Yeah. And uh, Poppy says, you know, I sell the poppies, I sell the restaurant. Now you, I do a very well. Like he's. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he's as a restaurateur in this episode is successful? Like Poppy's does well. Like it's a well loved restaurant. Oh, like basically seems, the opposite yeah, there's, there's, of the Dream Cafe. Yeah. There's people in there. Yeah. I mean, it's not packed, but there's people mm. in there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think he does think, pretty well. I think he's doing fine, yeah. yeah. But my theory is, because, you know, it used to be Fiverr's, that whole setting. Yeah. If we go by Canon, I reckon Fiverr's closed down and Poppy's bought it. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Because it doesn't seem like a place that's been around for like 30 years. But Jerry mm. knows about Poppy's because he says, your father owns this restaurant. Okay. So it's maybe like Poppy's and Fiverr's are just separate restaurants. Yeah. But they use the same scene, if you want to go by that. Yeah. You know? No, I think, I think it's more fun to pretend that they were... Well, not pretend, one, but yeah. to... You know, it's uh, it was Fifers. Yeah, and then it became pop poppies. Yeah, and yeah, then after yeah. after the the um, because you know Dalrymple got sick from the food there, and I think no, lo- only because someone sneezed in the food. Oh no, yeah. Elaine sneezed in the food. Yeah, that's but, why. But that yeah. would have but that would have tarnished the reputation. You know, and when, oh, we, when we oh yeah, and then Fifers probably got a yeah. health notice as well, and they shut down. Yeah, like maybe just a lack of you know a uh, uh, decline in business from the reputation. Like, that's oh, don't it. eat Fifers, you get food poisoning. Yeah, yeah, and then plus poppies, plus a yeah. plus a code violation. Yeah, that's it. And Those then Poppies opens up and killed it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then Poppies took over it, and yeah, that, same that same worked. fate. Yeah, yeah, because Poppies is never mentioned again. No, 
poppy is, but not, uh, not no, the restaurant. Not the restaurant, no. Yeah. Who knows what came of it, huh? Who knows? Yes. Shall we talk about Mackenzie? Sure. Played by Lane Davies, known for appearing in 120 episodes of General Hospital, as well as 900 episodes of 80s soap opera Santa Barbara. Yep. He played Mason Capwell from 1984 to 1989. Mason is such a good soap opera name. It is. Mason. Mason. Yeah. Capwell. Deacon. I'm guessing he was a doctor. I don't know. Probably. (laughs) Dr. Mason. Dr. Mason. That sounds like a hot doctor's name. And he wears like an eye patch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for some reason. Yeah. Um, and uh, Lane Davies, besides his TV career, he's well known for the theatre. He's a prominent stage actor and he's oh. been uh, on stage for over 30 years. He's appeared in productions of Shakespeare's Hamlet, Macbeth, Richard III, and King Lear, hmm. among others. Okay. Yeah, so very, uh, he's been on stage for quite a long time. So, you know, I like to give shout outs to like theatre actors, you know, yeah. if they've got had a prominent career. I don't it's just, an underappreciated craft. It sure is. So, you know, well done, Lane. He's more uh, prominent in the theatre than the film. but Living uh, life in the fast lane. Yeah, but he does well as Mackenzie mm. in the scene that he's got. Definitely. Scenes, yeah. Yep. First thing, obviously, about uh, Mackenzie is that he loves conformity. He loves order. Yep. You know, I imagine his home and his office are just... Everything is exactly where it should be. And he, he has, a, like, a reputation to be, like, a ruthless kind of boss. Mm. I think he's, like, you know... George says you find the last guy because his nose whistled. Yeah, and then Mackenzie goes, "No, no, I didn't do that. He was because he wasn't a team wasn't player. Team player. Yeah. yeah. So I think like rumors get spread about him. Like yeah. he's probably not as bad as what people say he is. No. You know. Yeah. I think he's the sort of person where if you play ball with him, he's he's your best mate. But as soon as you step out of line, <laughs> he's your worst enemy. Especially like if the chef did something to the chocolate cream pie. Yeah. You know, then yeah. that. That's the exception. That's like, no, I don't want to have violent food poisoning. Yeah. You know, I'd rather have be unemployed for another month or two yeah. than have violent food poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> I mentioned this to you before. Yeah. 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 Off air. He, so, um, um, yeah. he seems to be really bothered by um, George's whooshing. Yeah. Like, not just not just curious, like, oh, I wonder what that sound is, but he, he stops and he's yeah. sort of perplexed and he's like, yeah. I thought I heard a, a rustling. And then George is like... It nope. must be the nope. leaves. You didn't, you didn't hear it. And the, the look that he gives George, like... <laughs> the what? leaves. Like, what? There's no trees in here. <laughs> yeah. But I love how the scene cuts, and then there's another scene, and yeah. then it cuts back, and then yeah. they start laughing. They like, why would I care if your suit washes? Yeah, yeah. You know, or your pants wash. Yeah. Why would I care? No, it's a good uh, little know. resolution. Yeah. You know, that it's... Because you think that... The way it's set up, you think that, um, uh, you, you know, th- that yeah. that will actually have a have a, like... It'll be a negative outcome for George. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't. It's sort of a. It's a good diversion. Yeah, and and you think George is on the home straight. He's like, oh, he's going to get the job. Yeah. And then suddenly, worlds collide, and yeah, that's it. That's it. So Bob yeah. fucks him up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, he doesn't, but he fucks everyone else he up. He does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I was going to ask as well. What do you think? Well, I mean, we may as well. Do you have anything else about Mackenzie? No, no. Do you, we may as well talk about Bob? Yeah. What do you think uh, he does to the pie to make? Because, I mean, you think about the time, like, because he doesn't know George is coming. He doesn't know who George is. He no. doesn't know anything about him. He probably so saw him. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. that's obvious. But he was in the back as a chef. The time between when he saw George walk in and when he sat down yeah. would have been, I mean, maybe dessert, maybe an hour. Yeah. What could have he done to the pie to not alter its taste, but make it, because, I mean, if food is off or Bottle rancid. Bottle fluid, maybe? Okay. Maybe would that make in... But that would, I don't know, like to me that would alter the taste. You could taste that. Cause what they could eat he it. have done to it? Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. It's, there's no scent. There's no, no taste. No. But it makes them all violently ill. Except George. And he knows, he knows whatever substance he uses, he knows it's going to make them violently ill. But he's not going to kill them. Like that's a pretty... Maybe some off, a, off ingredient, like maybe an expired, okay. not, probably not milk. 
Hmm. Maybe like an expired flower or maybe some kind of something that doesn't have a scent something doesn't have a scent because i mean because you know they eat it yeah there's they don't like if if you eat off food or food with an off component yeah you'd be able to sense it and you go yeah that's not right like if you smell milk or something and it's a bit off you're like uh i was thinking maybe the milk in the cream but Mm. no i think that would no you could probably because the cream would have been made already unless if it was full of sugar and you didn't notice yeah yeah that's true but the cream would have been made already yeah i don't think you would have made it fresh what could he have done i don't know if you if you have an idea of what it could have been if you're a chef and you've ever pissed or shit in someone's food (laughs) you know out of spite or you've done something you don't have to give your name but tell us why what would you have done if you seemed like your mortal enemy walking the door yeah and you wanted to if you wanted to do what bob does to george tell us like what, Anonymously, what we won't use like if 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 you send us an email, yeah. we won't tell you your name. Yeah, we won't, we won't give your name. But, yeah, you know, we want to know like what would you do if you yeah. saw your mortal enemy and you're like, I'm going to get him. You don't even have to be a chef. If no. you used to work at Macca's, yeah, which is McDonald's. I know you just you know the if, you, if you've ever worked in food in any way, have you ever done that to yeah. to just fuck with someone specifically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, are you an asshole? Get in touch with us. We want to hear from you. Maybe he um. You know how Elaine sneezes mm. in the Pasta Primavera in the yeah. shoes and Dalrymple's violently ill. Mm. Maybe he sneezed in it. But that's... Or maybe like, he, but he, he gets spat sick. in it or put... He, I don't know, but he gets sick. Yeah. But like Dalrymple gets, sick, gets sick. He doesn't. It's not an immediate reaction. Oh. Like he develop. He catch. It's like catching a cold yeah, or a bug. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, it would take a few hours for it to. Mm. I don't know. It's. It just occurred to me. Like, what has he done? I don't know. Yeah. If you. If you have any idea, yeah, tell us. Or like Ivan said, if you've worked with food and you've done that to someone, or you've wanted to, uh, let us know. That I'm would just, be fun to I'm read. I'm just really glad they found like another fellow forty short. Yeah. Person. Yeah. Actor. Yeah. That's like Vargas yeah. in the Bizarro Jerry. Exactly. Perfect casting. Someone yeah. who, who resembles George. Yeah. With I, glasses. Perfect. I uh, I read the script for this episode. Yeah. To see uh, um, before apparently before he was credited as Bob, he was actually credited as Dumpy Guy. Oh, nice. Dumpy Guy. So, so there's saleswoman Bob. and yeah. Dumpy Guy, and uh, yeah, he's pretty dumpy. He is he's a very dumpy. dumpy guy. He is. <laughs> he's yeah. like a more un. Unca- he reminds me of like a cliched like basement dwelling gamer. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he plays like D and D. Yeah, you know, Warcraft and stuff. Doom. Yeah, probably, Doom. You know, 1994. Oh, yeah, 90s, yeah. You know, he's probably he's probably finished Doom. Yeah. You know, he's probably got an advanced copy of Doom too somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. So well, they say never trust, always trust a fat chef. Yeah, that's so he's true. probably generally a good cook. But yeah, yeah, I imagine he'd be a very good yeah. cook. But if he because he makes apparently he makes really good chocolate cream pie. He does. But if he's your enemy, look out. Yeah, just don't don't mess with him. Mm-hmm. Some pretty hard characters in this. Oh, very. Yeah. You know, there's Natasha, Bob, yeah. Mackenzie. They're all hard they're asses. All hard asses. Yeah. yeah. I sense a theme. Yeah. Anything else? Any uh, other characters. Yeah. So I've got some stuff on Olive. Oh yeah. Yeah. So she was played by Sunday Theodore. That's the one. She's an actress known for Shut Up and Kiss Me. The Boulevard and Joey Breaker. Okay. Don't know any of those. Me either. Yep. I know Sunset Boulevard, but not The Boulevard. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she she reminded me of kind of like a typical like New Jersey, like mob oh, wife. Oh, you were chewing the gum? Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Again, yeah. Kind of, maybe because I've watched a lot of Sopranos recently, she kind of reminded me of like, like Adriana. Adriana. Yeah. Like yeah. sort of a bit ditzy yeah, but yeah. just fun yeah and you know bubbly yeah um, she's got her peroxide blonde hair yeah like know. loves the makeup loves Chews the gum. fake nails yeah 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 you know a bit maybe a bit superficial shallow yeah, yeah. but still a sweetheart yeah you know, still a nice person definitely probably an italian background you know? yeah oh for sure you know olive yeah you know, she probably kind says of Brooklyn, like new york yeah kind of accent yeah you know yeah i think um uh yeah i think she would say like gabagool gabagool <laughs> 
probably. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the gabagool? No, I liked Olive, but... No, I think I, she's great. I, I found it really sad that Kramer really yeah. like, broke up with her. That was yeah. so, so rough. She was really into Kramer. Yeah, she and was. not just... For, she did... You know, she offers to, to scratch Kramer's itch straight away. I think she's a caring person. Oh, she is, yeah. You know, she's bubbly and warm and really friendly and mm. smiley and chatty. So I think it's like an extra layer of hurt for her because, you know, she would have felt used. Of course. And it's funny. I don't think you ever see Olive again. No. She must have quit straight after. Yeah, you know, she, sees, she would have been heartbroken and pissed hmm, off. She sees the Elaine mannequin and Kramer kissing it, thinking it's real. And then you notice in the, in the end credits how Elaine walks in and Olive does a double take. She's like, it's Elaine. No. No, because what happens is, you know, the mannequin's there and then Kramer goes, that's my girlfriend. And she goes, I see her in here all the time. She's not your girlfriend. You're yep. lying. Yep. And then in the credits, Elaine walks in Monks, mm. and then you see like a cut of Olive, and Olive like stares at Elaine, and then shakes her head and looks the other way. Hmm. She's like, "What? How'd you know, because the mannequin looks like Elaine." Back? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, how'd you get your hand back? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, yeah, she was new at Monks. She'd only been working there for a little while. And then Kramer made her quit her job. Yeah, Kramer broke her heart. Yeah, and then yeah. um, yeah. Poor Olive. Poor Olive. Poor girl. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I've got some notes on uh, well. Ricky, but we decided to talk to him uh, in the cigar store, Indian. Yeah, we'll wait. Yeah, yep. I wanted to talk about the health inspector. Oh, yeah, cool. I'm surprised. Who does he remind you of? Bookman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yep. does. As soon as he, as soon, I'm like, he's got like the trench coat. That's the detective. Bookman. He's yeah. like Bookman's cousin or something. And he actually looks like an inspector. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like he a does. detective. And the fact <laughs> he doesn't really look, PI. he doesn't really make eye contact when he, no, um, no. when he, you know, speaks. He sort of just looks off in the distance. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Obviously works for the Board of Health. Uh, woman 1 and Woman 2. Yeah, in the cafe. Yep. Yeah. So initially they're a bit sus on Jerry. They're like, who the hell is this guy? Mm -hmm. uh, woman 2 is obviously English. Yeah. She's got a, uh, an obvious I'm English. I'm not some kind of psycho. No, I'm not a psycho. I'm not a psycho. Yep. Uh, my theory is that they're, they're old friends and yeah. they're just catching up. Yeah, that's yep. it. So Woman Easy. 2 is over in America. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the guy in the diner. Bit of a oh, creep. He is a creep, isn't he? Yeah, he's played by a Bernard Bernard Hockey. Hock. Yeah, Hock. Yep. yep. So he was known for mostly being a sitcom actor. He was in Mad About You. Oh yeah, cool. Um, and the Philly Kid. Cool show. Cool. Yep. Uh, yeah, bit of a creep. My theory is that he hangs around a lot in adult stores. Yeah. Yeah. He has like magazines in his jacket. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, hides them. That's it. You know, uh, that's all the uh, secondaries I had. Did you have any? No, that was it for me. Yep. So that was the secondaries for season five, episode fifteen, "The Pie." When we come back from this short break, uh, let's find out where does the pie sit in our overall episodes of all time that we've reviewed so far, and do any of the characters we mentioned fit inside our top ten or top twenty? This is Bid Bask, but I don't want to be a secondary character. That sound again. <laughs> sure, you didn't hear anything. No, can't, can't say as I did. <laughs> kind of like a rustling. <laughs> Could be the leaves. You're on, but I don't want to be a secondary character. And uh, we're going to go through our lists yes. that we go through every week. So every week we talk about our favorite uh, secondary characters that we've reviewed so far on the show. And we find out if any uh, secondary characters from this episode has made our top 10 or our top 20. Yes. So how about you? Okay, so out of 36 episodes we've reviewed so far, mm -hmm. uh, not including the What's the Deals, of course, Yep. Uh, this one is in my top 18. Okay. The top 50% of 36. Right. So, you know, 18 plus 18, 36, yep. yeah, yeah. It's a number. Ma maths. maths. Can I guess? Yep. Uh, 14. Uh, higher or lower? Lower. 18. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like... Yeah, yep. so it's just inside my top... 
fifty percent. Okay, so it's in the top eighteen. So nice. they're just. Mm. And I mentioned at the start of the show that uh, this episode's great. I love it, mm. but there's seventeen better episodes. Yeah, for me, it's yeah. just that's the thing with Seinfeld. It's like mm. you want it to be in the top ten, top twelve, but. Yeah, can't. there's not there's not much between the top eighteen episodes. Yeah, but you've got to put it somewhere. I mean, for me, out of the thirty six we've done, maybe mm. the top twenty seven, twenty eight are yep. good. Yeah, but then you know twenty nine to about thirty three are to me are a bit under average, and then the bottom three or four are just kind of duds. Yeah, like not duds. Still you, just, right, you just don't really care if you watch nah, them again. They're not memorable. No. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, number eighteen out of thirty six. What about you? Uh, so this is a top ten episode for me. Oh, all right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So finally, something. It's been the first time in a few weeks where we've actually had different, um, yeah. different spots for our episodes. We That's usually right. we've, yeah. been, we've been around the same the last couple of weeks. Yeah, last week when we did the Seinfeld Chronicles or Good News, Bad News or Pilot or yeah. Jerry, whatever. Um, I think it was twenty three yeah, for you, yeah, and twenty two for me. Yeah, 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 crazy. Uh, yeah, well, twenty three now after this episode. And then the race for me was fifteen, and then for you it was fourteen. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Crazy. Yep. Yeah. So this episode uh, debuts at number nine. All right. Yeah. Cool. Top ten episode. Nice. So if you want to know what my top ten episodes are, just listen to last week's episode. Yep. yep. Nice. Yep. Uh, any of the secondary characters in your top ten? No, none for me. None of my top twenty. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Natasha. Ah, nice. Makes my top twenty. She cool. she comes in at number fourteen. Ah, very nice. Yep. Yeah. She's she's a good one. No, she's good. Yeah. I told you. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Nice. Any Seinfeldisms this week? Uh, no, none for me actually. Okay. You? Do you have yeah, one this week? Oh, I've finally. Got, I've got two. Yeah, it's yeah, been a while. Wicked. What you got? So I can't even remember how I learned this. Um, the actor who plays Jay Peterman, John Hurley. Yeah. He actually part owns the real Jay Peterman company. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I didn't know that. Oh, he part owns. He part owns the real company. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So in 1999, he met the real John Peterman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's is Jay Peterman. That's right. After the show, yes. he probably made a bit of coin from Seinfeld. Oh, and he, he actually in it. He bought into the company. Oh, that's and nice. And he still owns it now. Nice. Part owns it. Yeah. So how that's just great. Like, that is great. <laughs> John Hurley, who plays Jay Peterman, owns part of the Jay Peterman company. Perfect. You great. can't get any more meta than that. No. Fabulous. And the second one, this is actually kind of counts as listener mail as well, I guess. But a friend of mine who just sends me random Seinfeld facts yeah. mentioned that uh, Silverchair, who are a well-known Australian band, you probably know who they are. They're pretty pretty well-known. Uh, in 1996, they played a show. This was before they released their second album, Freak Show. Yeah. And it was like a test show where they just wanted to play some songs to a small audience just to see how they went over live. Yeah. And they played it in LA at a small club. And I think they announced it to their fan club. And it was like, I think it was $10 and 100 people went sort of thing. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really uh, intimate show. Yeah. And uh, they, they actually played as the George Expe- uh, George Costanza Experience. That was their... Because you know how bands have like fake names? Oh, cool. So that, so that people don't go, oh my God, Silverchair are playing oh, at this so small that was club. Their, that was their name, the George yeah. Costanza Experience. Yeah. So that's what nice. they used for that one show oh, in wow. 1996. It's like they're called like secret shows. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, because if they advertised it as Silverchair, there'd be like five thousand. Five thousand people, people would show up to this small yep, club. Of course. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, so, so they, good. So they played. Uh, yeah, as the George good George Costanza experience. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's I like cool. That. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. So I think the last bit of the day is Seinfeldia, yeah, which is where right. we read uh, uh, last year. Stacy, who um, uh, will actually be guesting next week, we'll talk about that 
in a bit. Yeah, after you do the trivia, yeah, go for it. Yep. Uh, well, why don't you do the trivia this oh, week? So right. I've done it the last couple of weeks yeah, because I've had no Seinfeldisms. Yeah, very true. So even though Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David know or knew their status as sorry, out- sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Just to explain what we're doing, we for for new listeners. Oh, sure. Yeah. So every week we've got a Seinfeld ca- uh, calendar. It's like a desk calendar. Yes. And on every page for every date, there's a a, a trivia, uh, like a piece of. Seinfeld yep. trivia, and we do the re- we do the trivia for the day of recording. So yep. today's Thursday, February fifteen. Yep. So we're a bit late. Usually we record on Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> Normally would be out by now. Yeah. But don't uh, worry. This episode will be out by the weekend. So yep. don't worry. Yeah. A bit of a delay, but it's all right. Yeah. We'll who, who are you telling? Um, everyone. Right now. <laughs> the world. Yeah. Yeah. So the trivia fact for the t- for the day, even though Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David knew their status as outliers in TV comedy, made big ratings less likely. Oh, sorry. That's one sentence. <laughs> Even though Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David knew their status as outliers in TV comedy made big ratings less likely, they stuck to their vision. David told the writers they must adhere to one rule in their scripts. No hugging, no learning. <laughs> they even had jackets made up with this credo imprinted upon them. Hmm. No hugging, no learning. That was the ethos on the set of Seinfeld. Philosophy. Yeah, philosophy. Nice one. Mm-hmm. So before we wind up, we want to uh, talk to you about a live show that we're doing. That's right, our fiftieth ever episode of Bibblebask. How exciting! Yeah, yeah, can't wait. Weeks yep. are counting down. I know, less four, than a four, month now. Four and a half weeks. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. about a month. Yeah, that's it. So Whoa. on on March eighteen, we will be at George's Bar, which is a George Costanza slash Seinfeld themed bar in Fitzroy in Melbourne. It's on Johnston Street. Uh, we jump on stage around 6.30pm. We'll be talking for about an hour and a half or so. Yeah. Uh, we're just doing a live podcast and we're talking about the contest. That's right. And we will be streaming a video on YouTube. We'll yep. be streaming live video uh, and audio as well. So uh, if you can't get there, of course, you know, you're somewhere in the world or you can't make it, you can find us online and uh, we'll put the podcast up in the following week. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be our 50th episode and that's why we're talking about the contest because it's... Uh, the seminal The episode. seminal episode to yes. mark a special event. That's it. Yeah. So if you're in Melbourne uh, on March 18, uh, 6.30pm, George's Bar, come along, say hello, yep. um, have a beer with us. I'm not drinking at the moment, so have ah. a have a lemon, lime and bitters with me. You can have two with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have a beer. Have a beer for me with Ivan. Shout me a beer too. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So come along. That would be amazing. Would be. Yeah. Yep, indeed. So, uh, next week, it's a What's the Deal with episode. That's right. What's the deal with the, the talker. talkers? Yeah. That's right. The high talker, uh, the low talker, and the close talker. That's it. And you're probably wondering, the low talker, didn't you mention her one time in uh, the puffy shirt? Hmm. Well, uh, w- for the puffy shirt, we didn't have a few issues when we put out the episode, so uh, half of the dialogue was basically... Crackly, you know, shit. crackly shit. So we're going to do a redux of the low talker. Yep. So we'll be talking about Leslie, the low talker, from the puffy shirt again, as well as the close talker and the high talker. <laughs> no, she's not here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is her name Glenn? I think so. It's Glenn. Yes. Yeah, we'll find out next week. And Stacy will be with us. Yeah, Yay, so she came on. Yeah, so she uh, first guested on the podcast last late last year. for I think it was the third last episode That's of season right, two. The movie. The movie. Yep. And uh, she's going to come back and talk about uh, the talkers. Yes, can't so, wait. So, yeah, can't wait. Uh, that's another week of But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character. It is, yes. So, thanks for listening. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, we've got an email address, bidwabaskpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on socials at bidwabask, B-I-D-W-B-A-S-C, or if you still use one of those things called laptops or computers, we have a website, bidwabask.com. That's right. And uh, we are available on uh, Apple Podcasts, 
uh, iTunes, now Spotify. Now which is Spotify, cool. that's awesome. Yeah. Stitcher, Podbean, all those ones. Yeah, anywhere you can get a podcast, you can find us. Just type in Seinfeld. Um, and if you want to review or rate us, that would be amazing. Indeed it would. Yep. Thanks very much. My name's Ivan. I'm Stephen. And we're going to talk to you next week about the topics. I told you, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.